Now then, welcome to the Social Media Podcast. How are you doing? This is Simon Scholes here, founder and creative director of Perception Studios. Thank you very much, as always, for joining me. Uh, today, as always, we're going to be listening to the audio back from this morning's Days Confused and Generally Buggered, which is my daily live video, which I'm putting out all the time at the moment to try and help answer your social media and video questions that you have uh, burning inside you right now during this craziness that we're all called lockdown and COVID-19. Uh, don't forget, if you are interested, you can sponsor the live daily broadcast and all the content that comes from it, including this podcast, uh, for a weekly basis. So please do get in touch if you're interested in that. My email address is in the section below. And without further ado, shall we get started? The Social Media Podcast with Simon Scholes. Tips, hints and great content ideas. Now then, how are you, Dylan? Excellent. Me too. Thank you very much for asking. Welcome to another live video. Welcome to a brand new week. How are you doing? Excellent. Day confused. My daily live video. Seven days a week we're doing this all the way through this craziness that we're all stuck in at the moment. This lockdown situation where work isn't always the easiest thing to get ourselves going. And uh, I want to try and help you as best as I can uh, with your social media and get to a stage where you can start creating content on a regular basis. Uh, hello to um, people who are tuned in today, uh, whether you're watching on Twitch, Periscope, YouTube, Facebook or on Instagram. Uh, we are going to get it sorted as well so that I can go live on TikTok at the same time. But at the moment, I'm running out of handsets that I can use to um, do these broadcasts. So that's the only answer I've got. I wanted to use my wife's tablet, um, but I can't get myself logged in today. But we'll get that sorted. Anyway, so where was I? Uh, yes, who am I? I'm Simon Scholes, and I am the founder and creative director of Perception Studios. We're an award-winning visual marketing agency. We're based in the UK, and we help brands and businesses create content that helps them stand out on their social media, be it video, animation, aerial work, photography, graphics, all that kind of stuff. We also do other types of video work, but that's what we specialize in. However, a few years ago, it became quite obvious that not every brand, not every business necessarily had the budget to have that kind of content created on a regular basis because social media is all about being consistent and putting your same message out all the time, pretty much on a daily basis. So if you can't have the funds to have that content made for you, how can you make that content yourself? And that's when I came up with the How to Nine Times Your Social Media Process. I turned it to a book, which went to number one. And basically, it's all about helping you get from one stage to another, creating content that you probably weren't creating in the first place to a point where you are creating content on a regular basis. But most importantly of all, for free my favorite four-letter word. So if you want to know more about that, feel free to download my book. The link is in the section below. Um, it's titled My Free Book, so you can find the link really easily. And uh, basically just go and click on the link, download my book, and uh, get all the information in that you want to get in. And you could even stop watching the broadcast if you want, because it's completely free. You don't have to watch me. You can just go download the book and get it for nothing. Uh, anyway, as always, the podcast and everything else like that, that this is made from is open right now for your questions. So if you're watching live or a replay, please put your questions to me right now about social media, about video, and we'll do our best to answer them 
either in the live or in tomorrow's live broadcast as well. We had a few questions come in yesterday from the live broadcast, uh, which we're going to answer today, and one that was emailed in as well. So we're going to go through those. And also, we're going to talk about follow for follow. It's a subject matter that's been rearing its nasty little head during um, all this lockdown situation. Um, and, I, and I, yeah, I've definitely got to talk about it. It is driving me insane. You go onto Facebook, you see people saying, come and follow my business group, and I'll follow yours. Um, or people just begging for follows on a YouTube page or an Instagram account or wherever. Or the most recent one is on TikTok. There are people going, if you follow me, even if it's a pity follow, I'll follow you back. Doing follow for follow. But the problem is, and TikTok is the same as any other social media platform. They have an algorithm running behind them. So you might see all this lovely, beautiful content that's coming out, all the fun content that you enjoy consuming. However, the platform has an algorithm running in the background that is understanding and is intelligent enough to start going, okay, this piece of content's quite good and lots of people are liking it. We'll push it out further. Oh, the next piece of content they've made, lots of people are like that as well. Maybe we need to start pushing this person's content generally to more people. We'll start pushing it out to more people and seeing what happens. And then they do that and then more people like it and so they push it further and further and further. Or as it could be, so you have a follow for follow. So lots and lots of people like that piece of content because that's what you're asking for. You say, come and like it, come and comment, and then come and follow me. And if you've commented, then you can actually go back and try and follow them as well. So that piece of content does really well because the algorithm sees that piece of content doing really well. However, what then happens is they go, right, we'll put some more content of theirs. And that content doesn't do as well. And they go, oh, well, maybe we were wrong, but we'll try again. And they'll push another piece of content. And that content doesn't get any interaction. And so what happens is the algorithm goes, ah, your content must be shit because you've got lots of people following you. And we've been pushing that content out harder to the, all the people within your watch list. And so then they go, yeah, your content's crap. We, we're just not going to push you anymore. So then the algorithm starts pulling away from you rather than helping you succeed. So you need to look at this on all your social media platforms. So many people are begging for follows on the business page. Having a 1,000 followers on your business page does not make you a successful business. Having a 100 people on your business page who give a shit about what it is that you've got to say and actually interact with your content on a regular basis, that's matter. That's what matters. Having 200 people follow your Instagram page and 30% of them liking your content. That's good. That's what matters. Having 2 million people follow your Instagram page and 200 people liking your content makes you look shit. Again, the algorithm just goes, your content must be rubbish. We're not going to feed it out to anybody because if you've got 2 million people following you because all you've done is go around and just go follow for follow, follow for follow, follow for follow, and then they're not interacting with your content. It just sees that. It just goes, well, you've got a huge number of people that we potentially pushed it out to. We've pushed it out to 5% of 2 million people. That's 100,000 people they've pushed it out to. And those people haven't interacted with your content. Only 200 of them have. Then it just goes, nah, nah, nah. You're just not worth bothering with. 2% like your content, you're rubbish. No chance, mate. And they don't push you out any further whatsoever.
So you've got to be so careful when you're doing all this follow for follow and like for like and everything else like that. And I understand why some brands and businesses do it because they want to maybe have their own unique URL on YouTube or so on and so forth. But unless the people are following are going to actually get value from your content and enjoy your content and consume it on a regular basis, as long as you're putting content on a consistent basis out, then if they're not going to do that, you are on a hiding to nothing. You've got to stop doing this. No matter what platform you're on, whether you're here on Instagram, whether you're on Twitch right now, Periscope, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, wherever you are, do not beg for follows. It's fine to ask for follows or fine to say, hey, I tell you what, if you've got value from this video today, please do hit the subscribe button whatever channel you're on because hopefully you'll get value from my other content as well. That's fine because you're saying, look, if you've got some value, hit the subscribe button. That would be really great. And then you never miss out on any value ever again. But if you're just going, please, please subscribe to me. I'm begging you now, please. What's the point? They're just going to be a dead follower. And also crap like this that pops up. Just this pop up on Twitch right now because I'm live on Twitch and there's bots on there, obviously, who post content out. When you get to a certain stage, you actually start getting followers and viewers on Twitch, which has slowly started to dribble into my content. Then you get this kind of crap. People offering to let you buy followers. People offering to let you buy viewers, comments, likes, steer completely clear of it. It is against every T and C in the book. Every single social media platform has it written into their T's and C's, don't do this because we could ban you. And so if you're doing it right now and then suddenly your account is locked and you can't get into it and you've lost all the content on there, that's your tough shit. It's your mistake. Nobody else has made the mistake. You've made the mistake of buying followers. You've made the mistake of buying comments. And the platforms don't like that. And they're not stupid. I want to swear all the way through this. I really do because I'm so passionate about this. It's so important. When I first started doing YouTube, sub for sub was a massive, massive thing. And I'll admit, I even did it myself. But at least the people who were subbing to me were actually subbing because they were going to watch my content and vice versa. But it was a huge thing, but it's still there. And so many people are begging for it because they want to be an influencer. They think that that number is going to make them an influencer. I am losing subscribers right now on YouTube because the content I'm creating doesn't appeal to the audience that I have. That is absolutely fine. I don't care. I would rather have a more realistic number of subscribers who give a damn about what it is that I've got to say and that YouTube sees my content actually performing well with those people who are subscribed than not. Because they just go, oh, hang, hang on a minute, he's got this many subscribers and only this many people are liking the content. His content must be rubbish. When you know in your heart of hearts, maybe it doesn't look the best, but it's giving enough value. So you've just got to get this out of your head. You've got to step away from social media and go, are vanity metrics important? No, they're not. Are the numbers important? No, they're not. Do I need a million followers on YouTube, for example, to be an influencer? No, you don't. If you've got 100 people following you on Instagram or on YouTube, and all 100 of those interact with your content, or 90% of those interact with your content, and they watch it all the way through, or they give it a thumbs up, or they comment, or they do all of those things, then you are an influencer. You are influencing them with the content you're putting out. They are enjoying the content you're putting out, and they would be influenced by you. They enjoy it. They like it. They're there to consume what you've got to say. So if at some point or another you go, 
by the way, I've written a book and you can download it for free. And then you get them into your funnel, perhaps. Or I have T-shirts that I think you guys might enjoy wearing because that's what you're talking about. You're talking about a clothing brand. And then so you draw them into and they potentially buy your T-shirts. Now, you've got 90 people out of the 100 people who like your content. So 50 people buy your T-shirt. You're selling it at 10 quid pop. You've done all right. You've sold 50 T-shirts, which looks good. You've made 500 quid. What to complain about? And you're both happy, but then you go back to giving more value. But you can't do that if you've got an audience who just don't give a damn about what it is that you've got to say. So please stop doing follow for follow, sub for sub, like for like, comment for comment. It just doesn't improve the statistics on your content or on your social media channels. The platforms are not stupid. You might be. But they are not. They are not stupid. They understand what they're doing. They're intelligent. They don't even need a person sat there to go, wow, this person is really trying to fool the system. They're not daft. So stop doing it. Start building an organic audience who give a damn about what it is that you've got to say. And I'm not saying you can't create paid content to draw people into your content. That's fine. All I'm saying is don't pay a bot or a software or a website to give you follow for follow or like for like or comment on stuff and things like that. Don't pay for that crap and don't do it on any social media platform. Don't beg for follow for follow. Don't go on these Facebook groups where people do it and they post something. If you follow my business page, I'll follow yours. Or how about we all support each other and follow each other's business pages? That's not supporting each other. That's just fucking each other over. Right. I've sworn now. I do apologize. Um, But just don't do it. It's just the worst thing that you can do for your brand and your business because the algorithms are just going to see that and just go, oh, yeah, you've got so many followers and yet three people like a piece of content. You must be rubbish. Right, I'm stopping there because I'm just going to keep repeating myself, but don't do it. Stop doing it if you are doing it and just don't do it if you are even contemplating it. Okay, good. Hopefully we've got somewhere there. Right, if you are watching this morning, please do uh, hit um, the comments and say hello. I know we've got people watching on the other channels. We've got some people watching this morning on Instagram Live as well. Um, hello to MC, um, is it MC Ginley or McGin- McGinley SCC? I think it's McGinley SCC, isn't it? Um, who have just joined us on Instagram Live. Uh, thank you very much for joining us, uh, whatever platform you're on. If you've got any questions this morning, do stick them into the comments. I will do my best to answer them today. I have a few questions that came through yesterday, which I'm going to go through. So I've got those up now, ready to go. I'm going to have a drink, and then we'll get cracking. Okay. James asks, how do you prep for a live video? Okay. So for me, um, when I'm doing these, I always know what my subject matter is going to be. Every single day, I don't just fall into these and just start talking. I always know that I want questions, and at the moment we're getting questions, but those will dry up eventually. People will go back to work, and still people will be on furlough. We'll keep doing these on a daily basis, and, yeah, we'll be in a position where not as many questions will come through. Um, In fact, probably none will do on a daily basis, but maybe one or two through the week. So I always know I have a subject matter that I'm going to talk about on my live videos. So today it's follow for follow, um, another day it was email marketing, um, another day it could be the algorithm, all sorts of different things. 
So we've spoken about a lot over the last, I think we've been doing these lives now for about eight weeks. Um, so we've done, we've covered a lot of subject matters um, in the 10, 11, 12 weeks, whatever it is we've been in lockdown. So yeah, there's been a lot of stuff out there, but I always go into my my live sessions 100% prepped. I know exactly what I'm going to be talking about. I know what the questions are that I'm going to be answering. And so that I don't flounder, I don't end up stumbling over myself. And most importantly of all, I don't start the broadcast and just sit there waiting for people to join me. Because so many people do that. And there's nothing worse than watching a live video and somebody's going, let's wait for a few minutes and uh, see who joins us today. Because you've got to remember, a live video will exist after you've gone live. So once it's sat on your business page, the last thing somebody wants is to click that video to watch a great piece of value that you've promised to give in the title and in the description. And then they sit there for 20 seconds and go, well, why are you getting to the point? They just switch off and go somewhere else. They're not going to flick through the video to get to the start point. It's not going to happen. They're not going to do it. So get cracking go bang straight into your content so not only do i know exactly what i'm going to be talking about let's say hello to a few people hello aj and also a small business support as well in melbourne hello to you um so yeah you've got to get into your content straight away so i have a plan of attack and um, that i use on all my live videos i go straight in and explain who it is that is on the screen right now talking to you what it is that i do why i do it and what we're going to talk about. Then we get into the subject matter at hand, and then we come out the back end and I have a mini call to action. It's not a sale. It's a call to action. Why don't you download my book for free? Why don't you subscribe so you don't miss out on any value? All that kind of stuff. So I have those three things that I always do, but I always go into my lives understanding exactly what I'm going to be talking about because there may be no questions come in. If I've got no questions coming overnight, and then today, nobody asks any questions on any of the platforms. Like right now, there are no questions at the moment. Then I'll just be sat here like this. Right? Okay, well, let's just wait for some questions then, folks. Because I'm not Gary Vaynerchuk. I don't have thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people watching me on a daily basis. be nice if I did, but I don't. But I do know I can give value, and I do know I can talk about different subject matters. And so today I was talking about follow for follow. Tomorrow will, tomorrow will be another subject matter. And I already know what those subjects are going to be for the rest of this week. In fact, I already know what they're going to be for the rest of this month. Um, and then hopefully we'll be in a position where we can stop doing these on a daily basis. But we don't know. We don't know, but we'll see. But always just go into your live videos prepped. So that's how I prep, James. I know what I'm going to be talking about. I know kind of what I'm going to be saying. Um, and then I know my structure of my live video. Introduce myself, tell everybody who I am and what it is that I do. Talk about the subject matter, get out of the video and uh, don't sell, but try and get them to stay in touch with you or subscribe or what have you um, so they don't miss out on anything. So that's that's how I prep my stuff. I'm sure there are other ways of prepping your videos. Some people will script themselves completely um, personally. I don't think that's a great idea because you end up then reading what you've got to say rather than actually talking to the audience. But whatever, horses for courses. Um, I think most people need to get to a stage where they're not reading everything they're going to say word for word anyway because otherwise their interaction is just going to be so low. People just aren't going to give a damn because you're not talking to them. You're talking at them and people don't like that. There's nothing worse than being spoken at rather than spoken to. 
Okay, hopefully that answers your question. Um, and as always, I'll say it again, uh, the platforms are open for your questions this morning. If you've got any questions at all you'd like to ask about social media, about video, drop them into the comments, whatever platform you're on, I will see them and we'll answer them this morning. Okay, um, Kate asks, how do you get ideas for your content? It's almost as if you're the same person. Um, drawing into each other is tying quite well. Um, okay, so how do I get ideas for my content? Um, so I plan my content way in advance. Um, this year has been a bit of an unusual one because obviously I had lots of plans for content that were connected to different things that were happening around the world at different times. And I'm still putting those stuff out. So like yesterday was National Chocolate Ice Cream Day. So I put some National Chocolate Ice Cream Day content out on my Instagram um, and out on my TikTok. But the situations have changed. So every single day when I'm doing these daily live videos, you're not going to want me talking to you about National Mosquito Day. That's not what you want me to talk about on how it ties into social media and so on and so forth. So I've had to come up with a new plan. So what I did was when I decided I was going to go live on a daily basis, I sat down and went, right, okay, what do I want to talk about? So I went through my whole How to Nine Times Your Social Media book, broke it down into lots of little subject matters, blogging, blog SEO, Instagram, Instagram hashtags, Instagram descriptions, those meta I got people who I know to be willing to come and have a chat to you guys about different platforms that they're really successful on. Also got people to talk about other kind of stuff that you could do that isn't necessarily, <coughs> excuse me, digital marketing, lots of different things. So and I've always known where I'm going with this content. I've always known what I'm going to be talking about. I don't end up flapping on the day that I'm about to go live and go, oh, crap, I don't have a subject matter. What am I going to talk about? I've always got that plan in place. Now, normally, I would have together a basically a content marketing plan. And this is something I do with all my clients. Every single client that I work with, we take it right back. We understand who their avatar is. If they already understand that perfectly, brilliant. Then we can move on to the next step, right? What are we going to talk about to them? And we try and plan a full year because that way it gets them tied into the concept of this isn't just a one-off thing. And that only means 52 subjects because why I start off with people is start blogging and a blog is your doorway to content for every other channel. Because once you've written that blog, you've got all your descriptions written up already in that blog. You've got all your little bullet points that you can take out, all those poignant moments that you've spoken about in your blog that you can draw out and use as memes and all sorts of different stuff. You can then use that blog and help yourself create live video because you can then be a voice of authority. You've done it in a written format. You can do it in a visual format as well. And if you're totally against doing it in a visual format, there are other ways around it. Um, but I just help people get to that stage where they basically have all these ideas. So you have to understand who your audience is and then understand what you're going to write about. What I tend to try and do is get people to tie things back into events that are happening on specific days. So like I say, yesterday was National Chocolate Ice Cream Day. Um, and so I did pieces of a piece about the fact that chocolate ice cream isn't necessarily everybody's favorite flavor of ice cream. But what is your favorite flavor of ice cream? Okay. We'll treat social media the same way. Not every platform is everybody's favorite platform. So find the platform where your audience is the most, that's their favorite platform, post the most on there, give them the most chocolate ice cream that they like over there. But then what about those people who like strawberry ice cream or vanilla or mint chocolate chip? Well, those are the other social media channels. So make sure you're putting content on those social media channels as well as to remove the friction. 
So not as many people are going to buy those flavors as popular, but there's still people buying them. People are still going to consume your content on other social media channels, and that's how I work. So hopefully that answers your idea, your um, question, Kate. That's how I get my ideas. I tie it back into different events that are happening through the the year. Obviously now we're in different situations, so I've literally sat down and made a massive list of things I'm going to talk about. And um, and yes, that list runs out in um, how many days in June? Thirty days after September, April, June. So thirty days. So twenty three days that runs out. In. <laughs> so fingers crossed. Uh, we uh, come out of lockdown then otherwise yeah i might start repeating myself um i probably will because i already have done uh, anyway so yes um good morning to ed as well who's just joined us on instagram live but hopefully that answers your question kate um let's have a quick peek see if we've got any questions anywhere else at the moment not right now on the multiple channels um hello to adrian though who's uh, just tuned in um and let's have a look on here anybody on Instagram asking any questions. Nothing at the moment, although AE Cavin CR7 is asking how I am. I'm very well indeed. Thank you very much. And um, right, we've got one more question that we're going to go through. And this is why I get asked quite a lot. It's been answered in the uh, lives quite a few times, but obviously people come to these lives for the first time. Could be today, could have been yesterday, whatever. So I want to try and answer the questions that come in every single time because if you're brand new to the content, you still need the answer. It doesn't mean that everybody else has heard it. You don't need to. So, okay. Paula asks a question, and there are going to be a few groans out there, I'm sure, when they hear this. Uh, when you do them, how do you get subtitles on your videos? Okay. So I use a website. There are lots of other websites available out there. Do a set if you want to. Uh, this one is um, it costs money. You are in a position where you know your your subtitles, your captions are pretty much 100% right. So what I do is I use a website called rev.com. I have a link. It is an affiliate link down in the section below. If you want to do captions and you don't have an account with them already, definitely check it out. They're really, really cool. Um, I'll get a small kickback, and also you'll save some money on your first lot of captions. Um, in fact, I think you get an amount of credit put into your account which you can then use on captions going forward. And what they do is you send them the file and they will send you a document back, a piece of, it's like a special file format called an SRT file. And that file will have all the timings in and all the captions word for word for what you've said. So that when you upload it to different platforms, it will look at it and go, okay, at that time you're saying that, at that time you're saying that, at that time you're saying that. And it will allow the subtitles to then be uploaded to that platform. So it's called rev.com. It's really great. They do a few different packages. The most expensive package is obviously the best one. Their captains are about 99% of the time, absolutely smack bang on right. There might be one or two spelling mistakes if it's names and things like that, but generally it's absolutely spot on. It is $1.25 a minute. If you don't have the skill set or the knowledge or know somebody who can do it for you, that is the one to go for because then when you upload a video to Facebook or to YouTube or to LinkedIn, you can add the caption file in and then the subtitles are there for you for people to consume. If, however, you have the skill set of editing or know somebody who does or already have an editor who works for your business, then you could go for what's called the rough draft. And the rough draft will give you 
everything that Rev does. So they do captioning, they do transcriptions, they're like giving you a transcription of what it is that you've said and lots of other things. And so you can go for that instead, which is 25 cents a minute that is done artificially intelligently. So unless you are the greatest, most eloquent, perfectly spoken person on the planet, there is a chance that the platform will make some mistakes. In fact, it's 80% right, 20% wrong. That's pretty much the averages. So what you need is somebody who can then take that transcription file, put it into an editing software, and change it as they're listening to what it is that you've said so that it's absolutely correct. It will save you a lot of money because it's $1.25 a minute for perfect and $0.25 cents a minute for imperfect. So it will save you $1 every minute. So if you've got a 60-minute 60 60 uh, video, then it will save you $60. But you do need somebody who has the knowledge and the skill set to be able to then correct that transcription and not cost you as much as the $60 you've saved. If somebody turns around to you and says, yeah, I can correct that for you, but it's going to cost you $100, then you've spent $40 more because they're spending two hours doing some editing for you. So you've got to weigh up the pros and cons. But if it's worth it, it's worth it. So for me, I obviously go for the rough edits because I can edit it myself and I can do it quickly. Um, but with a client, when a client's involved, I generally normally go for the, um, the more expensive option for them because the fact of the matter is it's going to save them money in the long run having that done and me adding them in than than getting me to do it for them. It's, it's a simple thing, really. But, yeah, uh, hopefully that's kind of answered your question, Paula. A quick hello to some more people who just joined us. Hello to Richard and Sam who've just joined us. We also got a question in on Instagram, so let's have a quick look at what that's saying. Um, <laughs> just Ed saying, good morning, Simon. How are you diddling? Um, I'm diddling very well indeed. Thank you very much, Ed. Um, yes, very good indeed. Um, I'm, I'm in a good mood today, even though it was very um, lackluster sleep last night. Max, my little boy, was awake at five o'clock this morning, uh, so I've been fighting to keep him awake uh, this morning for as long as I possibly could. Um, and he finally went to sleep about uh, 10 to 11 uh, this morning, um, rather than nine o'clock, which is when he wanted to go back to sleep. Not happening. No way. Not when I've got live videos to do for you guys. Anyway, that's it, I think. We're done on the questions. So thank you very much, uh, as always, for asking your questions and joining me on the live. It does amaze me that you're willing to sit here for 30 minutes and uh, get some value and get your questions answered. If you do have any questions, whether you're watching on the live or on the replay, as always, stick them into the comments right now on the channel that you're watching. Or if you don't want to put your hand in the air or you're watching the, or sorry, not watching, listening to the podcast, um, my email address is either scrolling along the bottom of the screen right now or it's in the description box on whatever platform you're listening on, be it iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google, anywhere else. Um, the description box has my email address in. Drop me an email with your question on, and I will do my best to answer as many of them as I possibly can do. But until tomorrow, thank you so much for watching. As always, it does blow me away. If you are brand new and you haven't done so yet, hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you're on. And uh, when this piece of content goes live, make sure you share it with other people who are within your audience, who are within your business network, because they need to know just as much as you do that 
follow for follow is a really bad thing. And also, they might need to know some of the answers of the questions I've just answered. So make sure you share it. Help this content get out further. Help more people consume it. Help more people get value. And don't be, be greedy. Don't be the only one who gets value from it. Um, and until tomorrow, thanks so much for watching. And uh, stay safe. And enjoy the weather. The sun's back out again. So have a good one. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. This was a Perception Studios production.